up, world? And welcome back to another episode of the Amera Podcast. Yeah. 175. That's round number. Yeah, I like that. That's a good yeah. number. Five? Five is a little edgy, you're right, but just uh, no, but round enough. It's like that quarter thing, you know? It's like that. Yeah, that quarter mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Feels good. That's very satisfying. It's, it it's halfway between 150 and 200. So nice. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Or three, three quarters of the way between 100 and 200. 200. Yeah. Oh, wow. Whoa. Or, no, okay, Let's that's enough math. That. That's enough fractions. Yeah, are you that's good enough, enough to math. do that? <laughs> that's enough math. <laughs> Six eighths of the way from zero to 200? Uh, I think it's Six eighths? You mean se- one half? I, I, excuse me, it's actually seven. To 200. I be- but is it seven eighths? But seven eighths. Oh, six eighths. Seven eighths. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> we are so off the rails already. Cut, cut. <laughs> Today is Thursday, August eighteenth, twenty twenty two. For those of you listening in the future, which is everybody. which is everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're here to. Say hello and give you a little update on the Mar-a-Lago Trump situation, and uh, talk a little bit, talk a little bit of politics going on and elsewhere in the country, a little Liz Cheney and whatnot. So we'll jump right into it. Going to introduce the original crew today. We got in the Denver metro area, John Anderson. How are you this evening? I'm good. Did you guys see this, Doctor Oz? Uh, Cruda tray, Cruda tray <laughs> <Cuda> thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you, does anybody know what that is? Because I did not know what that was until this whole thing happened. <laughs> it's a fucking yeah, veggie it's a plate. Vegetable plate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a vegetable plate. I didn't know about this at all. Oh. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is he talking about? So when everybody was making fun of him, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this is. It's like a charcuterie, right? But, but, but for, for vegetables. vegetables, yeah. vegetables yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, follow John Vetterman on Twitter because his social media team just dunks on Dr. Destroyed, Oz. It was great. Dude. Oh, man. They were, they were like... <laughs> he, he posted about his houses and they're like, yeah, how many? And he was like, 10. And you were like, you, you wrote back <laughs> on Twitter and said that what? And then he tried to explain it away. He was like, actually my mansions and my blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay, dude, keep running for office. This is yeah, great. Yeah. And <laughs> if you don't know, follow it in Pennsylvania. Cause that's a very interesting race um, <laughs> between Dr. Oz and the, uh, he's the attorney general of state or Fetterman, John Fetterman. I don't think he was the attorney general. I think he was in Congress. Or, but uh, I don't know. Never mind. Anyways, Wait. he's gigantic. Yeah. Big dude. And that voice is also Denver Metro correspondent John Kelly. How are you this evening, sir? Great. Great. So so glad to be here. Uh, I think my favorite from the uh, ramp up to the primaries is that the, the good old maverick Sarah Palin's back on the ballot in Alaska running for the house again. And she ran against Santa Claus. Yeah. Did y'all see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ran against a dude who is legally named yep. Santa Claus. You know, and he's the mayor of North Pole. <laughs> well, at least now we can always say that Sarah Palin is the one who's waging the real war on Christmas. Oh. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, John Fetterman, Lieutenant Governor. Lieutenant Governor. You were right. State Statewide office. Thank you. Yep. And our West Coast correspondent. 
Mr. Tyler Grillo, how's it going? Welcome. Yeah, doing well. Back, back stateside, back on the West Coast after some back uh, from your secret mission. Yeah, secret mission. Um, which you know, I I do some reconnaissance, but I keep while doing some reconnaissance, I I keep updated, and uh, I just want it to be know that I can both lay on the beach and get a tan and listen to the podcast at the same time. Let it be known. There was some debate on the last one of the last podcasts about but, whether this is possible. Oh yeah, you referenced that, and I'm like, I black out every time we do a podcast and have no memory of anything we talk about, so I don't get this joke. Well, I was, <laughs> like, was going to say, uh, you may only be fifty percent because you're not looking that tan, but I know you listen to the podcasts. Okay, all right. Listen, this is this is the tannest I've ever been in my life. You, I know this is great for a, <laughs> great a, a, content a, for the visual, great media. content yeah. for the, the listening. But yeah, listen, um, uh, narrator, he's still pale. He's still pale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and our oh, and but, our great host. Ah, uh, yes, it is. It is I. It is I, Blake Mannion. Happy to be here with you guys this evening. What do you got? Some tea, though. You got some tea tonight? You said. I yeah, I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking tea. What type of tea? No, no booze. Is that for Irish me. tea? <laughs> no booze for me this evening. What type of tea, though? Mm. It is a red rooibos tea, which is a South African bush. Uh, it's quite delicious. It's red and delish. Has quite a depth of flavor on the tongue. I've never heard of that. Oh, you never had rooibos? Oh, it's like one of the best teas. So you're telling me your yeah. Balake middle name quote red rooibos today? Got you. Got That's you, right. Red. Yeah. Got That's you. right. Yeah. As they, uh, as a wise countryman, I think once said, "I only drink to make the good times better, not the bad times good." There you so, go. It's night for tea. Who said that? I don't know. Maybe I just made it up. <laughs> red just wise red words. <laughs> Lyndon, yeah. Lyndon Johnson used to say he would just like say shit, and then but he would say uh, my daddy used to say because it gave it a lot more weight. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was like, wow, that's really smart. <laughs> if you want to add extra weight, it's my granddad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There yeah. you go. My granddad used to say it works for some people. Doesn't work for other people. Yeah. Case in point, the Trump uh, children. Because when they said right, my yeah. daddy did something, <laughs> yeah, not <good. laughs> true. Oof. Yeah, no, Oof. this is very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daddy, you mean like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a great one. Let's let's all have a couple here. What like oh. my daddy used to say? Make sure you lock the safe. Uh, what else did my daddy used to say? <laughs> <laughs> you mean I shouldn't steal? literal nuclear documents and just have them around Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. My daddy says everybody who's guilty pleads the fifth, but plead the fifth if you do. How many? Like 400 times? Oh, like 450, something like that. Yeah. Ridiculous amount. Let's go, baby. Wild. Absolutely wild. Well, if you don't believe it's Uh, a legitimate investigation, they can't ask you any questions about it. (laughs) <laughs> he well, he declassified them in his brain. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> if you have not heard, the uh, FBI did raid Mar-a-Lago or in search, search, searched, search is the is the yeah. is the term. They, they performed search and seizure of documents related and, to a potential criminal case. Is what they did. And yeah. this is important because there was a federal judge who had to sign off on this after being shown enough evidence where there was probable cause that a crime was happening. Yeah. Right. That's really, really, it wasn't like some field agent was like, let's go have some fun at Mar-a-Lago. Think, yeah. Emphasize that point. That's important for people to hear. Yeah. It's, it, like there's a, there's a whole easy to get. 
process for this. Yeah, you have to go to a judge and say, you know, we have we were able to ob- obtain um, legally, uh, you know, access to their uh, video records, and we have seen that, um, you know these documents that they said in writing were returned were not returned because we can see it plainly. Here's the video evidence. Uh, This is enough for us to go in because we need to go search those documents. That's hypothetical. I don't know if that happened, but that's the situation under which it would happen. And let's just note that uh, this isn't a usual search warrant. And so uh, I would imagine there were a couple more eyes on this one. And as we saw, Merrick Garland said he personally approved it. The head, the head of the right. FBI so, doesn't personally approve every search warrant that happens. Right. right. The DOJ. DOJ. Sorry. Yeah. DOJ. The, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm sure Chris Ray, head of the FBI, also saw that. Like, if you're going to raid the home of a former president, the former search president. Search the home. Search the home. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Home. See? Thank you. <laughs> search the home. Uh, thank you. You have to be really, really, really fucking sure that there's something there. Uh, which, as we saw, then, you know, I love that Garland um, called Trump's bluff. He was like, release the warrant. And he was like, okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you saw that there were 11 boxes, or um, not boxes, but 11... Um, cases, line items of documents taken. Most of them were, you know, like miscellaneous secret documents. One of them was labeled like the president of France. Uh, And it's very intriguing what that was. Yeah. I, I saw a theory. This is a theory based on no evidence other than uh, the person himself and some weird behavior. Um, Maybe it was compromise. That he was keeping on Republicans. Ah, and, interesting. Yeah, uh, which I think is interesting. Uh, yeah. I think it's the more vain theory is probably the more likely, which is he liked being able to like take people up to his office and be like, "Check out, there's this brand new nuclear weapon. It's super cool." Yep. Right, right, right. So yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it was they they said it this week. Somebody highlighted it that it was in Bob Woodward's book, even that during meetings about. Uh, international relations, he would just casually mention at times that there was new nuclear weapons being built in rooms where it was like with people from foreign countries and they would just look at each other like, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know his advisors would be like, he wasn't supposed to say that. Like, (laughs) I could totally... That's unreal. Yeah, I could totally see it. Like, I, I think it stems from a couple things. And the most likely scenario to me is that he was fighting tooth and nail because he didn't want to give up the presidency. He still argues that he didn't lose it legally, even if he accepts it privately. And so he took a bunch of boxes with him because he was like, these are mine. I don't care. I'm still the president legally. And what happened was over the last eight months, basically, or you could probably say seven, he's been told many times that he has to give those back. They're not his documents. They're state legal documents. They don't belong to any one president. They belong to the government of the United States, the next sitting president, (laughs) right? And so there's a whole piece to this that he has been obstructing them from getting these documents back for months now. And he can say all he wants in his little universe on uh, on social media that he, well, I was cooperating. I would have given him back. I told him I was going to give him back. I gave them back, or I declassified it. But it's not true. He didn't do any of that. <laughs> he was just holding yeah. on to them. Yeah. And I think you you hit an important point, which is, 
And this comes from the founders, which is um, when you enter an office, you are a steward of that office, right? Yeah. You are you are representing the American people. The actions that you take are, be, are on behalf of the American people. The uh, things that you produce are the uh, American people's, not your own. And uh, Trump never understood that. He would say things like, why is my attorney general not defending me? Uh, Barack Obama's defended him. And it's like, because he's the lawyer for America, yeah. not for you. Yeah. And I think a lot of, I think some or, you know, some portion of these documents, he's like, this is like the um, Kim Jong-un letter is a good example where he's like, this is mine. And it's like, no, that was to the president of the United States, yeah. not Donald Trump. And those are actually different things. Right. Like you just embody that oh, off. And, Jesus. and that's how, something and how that small like small of an ego for yourself. Do you have to be that you're like, I want to show off a letter from fucking Kim Jong-un. Like that's a cool <laughs> thing that you want to yeah, show it, people. I, like, I, uh, sweet. Here's a dictator. He letter. also saluted cool. a yeah. North Korean general. Yeah. So there's all sorts yeah, of yeah, yeah. bullshit I'm, going on there. Another, another thing I have to wonder is like, did he keep these as some sort of insurance? Like, I mean, if we go back to like, what does Putin or what do I like, you know, have on Trump, right? It's like, is, is he, was he keeping some documents? documents as leverage in case some shit came down on him. Yeah. Kind of associated with that, uh, Kushner did a very large deal with the Saudis uh -huh. and the Saudis just had their uh, golf tournament at Trump uh, at at, at Mar-a-Lago. Right. right. Or yeah. Bedminster. Right. That's right. Um, That's right. Never gotten to and, the bottom of what happened at 9-11. The, uh, the Saudis have been wanting nuclear technology for quite some time. So that's another right. theory that there was, um, you know, maybe right. some information sharing. And that's where the, so uh, when the, when the um, search warrant was uh, made public, the, the laws that were cited were also made public. Uh, one of those was obstruction. Another one uh, was how uh, handling government documents. And then another one was espionage, yeah. uh, which is uh, wild. And that probably means, well, it, there that puts into play the transfer of that information from Trump to a third party, whether that be a private citizen or a government agent or whatever. Um, yeah. But, you know, in 2018 or something, I want to say there was a Chinese national caught getting into Mar-a-Lago with like nine zip drives. Amazing. Right. I wonder what that was about. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that, wow. you know, you know, that's part of it too, is that these Mar-a-Lago is not a secure facility to hold on to. They can hack their Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not secure at all. And then you have Trump waving around these documents and it's like, dude, that's our, yeah. you know, you're, that's sources and methods. Yeah. Like you're, you're blowing up our national security. So yeah. Well, um, just today uh, in the, in the ongoing saga with the warrant and all of this, uh, the federal judge in Florida ruled that they do need that, that he, well, he didn't rule. He said that he's likely going to rule that they need to uh, release it. Um, the affidavit. The affidavit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I saw, but with red redactions. Yeah. With redactions, which means it's, going to be completely redacted. Um, I'm all, I, I mean, I guess like they're doing like the, the legal thing here of what they need to do, but it, from what I've read and understood, um, 
the uh, like the reason that the DOJ is did was against this is because it's an ongoing criminal investigation. That is how we kind of. I think that's one of the pieces yeah. why we know that it's a ongoing criminal because it was done. They'd be like, sure, Correct. who cares? But this yeah, is they had to file why, and they said because this is part of an ongoing criminal investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm my understanding is that in the affidavit, which I'm sure all this will be redacted, but in the affidavit is who informed them. Oh yeah, um, and and that's a big fucking question. That's a big right question, now. and probably <laughs> other evidence. They said uh, it's it's like probably other things also around them building the case, right? Because it's like that. That yeah. day was like, here's what here's the case that we're building, and this is why we need this piece, right, to get the yeah. search. And so they're laying out what they're doing, and like we you don't want because then <laughs> right. of course that's Trump's why, gonna be like, that's great. Why it's gonna be like the and then Donald Trump yeah. and then like <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> the search yeah, like, yeah totally all that else, but. <laughs> but it will be it, it will be interesting to see what they if they don't redact anything and what those things are and if there's a political reason for them right mm. because like if i was them i would redact fucking everything uh sure. so yeah. if they don't it'll be interesting why they choose not to unless it literally is just yeah. something to no there will be a whole game of ad libs trying to figure out what that is Hundred yeah. percent, and and I'll just and I'll just say too. I think part of the the uh, impetus to release even um, the original search warrant, right, is that not only did Trump come out and say like, "Go ahead and release it," right, I dare you kind of thing, but there was also really extreme threats of violence already coming out from his supporters. Yeah, right. It's mm-hmm. like this is a very serious yeah. thing that he is now. He, he has done so much undermining of the police community of the justice community of the foundational laws of our country that the DOJ is like, we're not having this. All right. We're not going to allow him to stand up there and spread all this false information that we are politically motivated and out there just to get him because he's Donald Trump and because he was in the white house last year. We're not doing that. We're going to lay it out so that hopefully rational people will come around, right? There's enough, there's enough Trumpers, always Trumpers, you know, that are so far down the rabbit hole, no matter what, it's going to be conspiracy against theory against Trump. But they're doing the right, right thing, I think, laying it out because it's so high profile and doesn't happen that a former sitting president, former president gets investigated like this. <laughs> and it's never happened. Seizure, right? So it's like, it's unprecedented yeah. in our history. And so I think they're doing a good job of really trying to lay it out to the public for some, some good understanding here. So people hopefully don't take it and start running with conspiracy theories. Totally. Yeah. People are like, why does Donald Trump keep getting charged with crimes? And it's like, because he keeps committing crimes. Yeah. Yeah. He can't keep his fucking answer. mouth shut and he's an idiot. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just can't believe that he held on to these things after being warned to give them back. Like, he was what, subpoenaed. Yeah, yeah, like, what, subpoenaed. Yeah. What was going through his head? Like, oh, this is no big deal. They can't. It's just blows my mind. I think there's some theories like he, he thought they were his personally. Uh, he needed them for compromise. Uh, he was going to give them over to the Saudis for billions of dollars. Right. You know, yeah. I think it's it's and also also uh, he has not been held accountable ever in his fucking life. Yeah. yeah. So why would he not? Right. And that's the you know, people are like. Oh my God, if you go after him, his supporters are going to freak out. It's like, if we don't go after him, he has proved that we don't have a yeah. rule of law in the country. Right. Like, but he can do we don't have an op- people, people are like, oh, you're going to, you know, go after Hitler. You're going to make Nazis mad. It's like, yeah, we are. Sorry. Sometimes you just got to do that. I also think so, part, of, part of me always thinks that it's like, it's the, uh, 
It's like the record exec sales guy from uh, the South Park episode. He's always squeezing out the gel and going, I'm above the law and pulling over his toupee. Like, that's what I think Trump's doing, like, in the mirror every night, you know, or every morning when he sets his hair. I'm above the law. Yeah. You're just like, no, you're that's not. probably about right. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to flush these documents uh, down the toilet. That, that is works. the question at hand right now. Is 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 a president above the law? And and it is an open question yeah. right now, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But he's not, and he's they're, not a president. Uh, He's not right. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. For yeah. a former president. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, we, we, or I guess we could say uh, maybe to make it more articulate, um, does violence have a veto over the rule of law? Are we going to sacrifice order or sacrifice justice at the altar of order? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, right. Right. Good right, question. Right. Um, I think is not a good solution for the long term. Right. As we saw in reconstruction. I mean, yes, it happens. exactly. There's so many examples through history. And usually, yes. Um, it's expedited that justice takes a backseat and yeah. not to the yeah. best result. Uh, yep. Yeah. But I think this is a fight we need to fight, but it's going to be a hell of a thing. As we saw, the reaction to me um, has me pretty worried. Yeah. It was swift and severe. Uh, it felt like when Mario gets a mushroom and it was like, boop, 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 like they yeah. leveled up in their anger. Yeah. You know, and the, the next day, I think, uh, or in the following days, a uh, literal January 6th Capitol rioter went after the FBI field office, uh, one of the one of the field offices in Ohio. Yeah, near Cincinnati, like, I think. I want to say. Yeah. Or Cincinnati, yeah. Right. And so, um, you know, these forms of vi- and the uh, president or uh, Trump released the search warrant a, a couple minutes before DOJ did, but he released the the unredacted uh, one that included the FBI's agent's name, who and he gave it to Breitbart, and Breitbart posted it. So wow. uh, this person is now under a lot of danger. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know the as we continue to go down this road um, uh, of of legal consequences for uh, the former guy, it looks like um, you know it's gonna be pretty violent yeah. as we did we're, I mean, we're gonna see an insurgency four years yeah. of very apocalyptic language followed by yeah. the big lie american carnage american carnage followed yeah. by the big lie this last year followed by the last couple months of really ratcheting up of racist dog whistles of really pretty strong language from the right in terms of apocalyptic country ending yeah. scenarios over a con man like yeah. That's what yeah. we're talking yeah. about here. Like, if you take a yeah. step back and look in the mirror, people 200 years from now, if there's people reading books, are going to be like, how are there that many people that were that stupid to not see what he was doing? Yeah. And yeah. The, the only person, sorry, there's two people, elected Republicans of any prominence who has stood up to him. And uh, it's Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. And as we saw last night, massive electoral consequences for Liz Cheney. She lost her... Um, primary by I think over thirty. Yeah, yeah a she lot. got stopped. Uh, <laughs> she a, got stopped. And the last, yeah. the last time she won by like that margin, and during her concession speech, which she did concede, uh, there was some question yes. about that. She did concede. They released the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she said, "I I won this primary by thirty points last time, and I know that I could do it again, but that would have required me to lie, and I won't do it." Yeah. 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 And what an amazing thing to say, uh, in the face of someone like Trump. I mean, this is, and, and I think so far, um, 80% 
of um, Trump-backed uh, uh, candidates have won their primaries, and like mm, I, I don't know. I know. Uh, I think it's like eight of the ten Republicans who voted against voted, voted for to impeachment. Impeach Trump yeah, they've all they all lost. Yeah, right, right. It's okay, something okay, like okay. That. okay. Um, but I don't okay. know. I don't know. I'm not know. sure. But I think it. Was, I, I, I think I saw more, a stat, but you know, more yeah. than fifty percent that were Trump back yeah. have won their primaries. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which just I mean, shows I think, the sway that Trump still has. Oh, yeah, I think that this marks the death of the Republican Party that we grew up with. Right. Yeah. Uh, they have the branding and all of and the name and whatever, but this is a different party yeah yeah and i think this is where we can if if you you got to put a date sometime and i think if you put a date on it this was the capstone achievement of the trumpification of the gop um yeah, yeah. Kicking which out, is kicking out really the old fucking guard. bad kicking out the old guard bringing yeah. in a yeah. bunch of disgruntled people that don't have a lot of experience with government don't have a lot of experience with the inner workings of a lot of government kicking out the old yeah. guard saying yeah. you're too middle you're too nice. Yeah, didn't the guy who beat Cheney didn't 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 he has he never he's never uh, held it's a woman but, and she, oh it's a woman yeah and she wow shows how much I know no so I think she led the rebellion at the uh, convention against him and then turned full okay. Trump um, but <laughs> it's, it's yeah, very much she, a short term opportunism that is being taken by people in the yeah. Republican party. They are there. You can just say Trump won and you're going to win. Yeah, and it's, it's very much a, right. we care what we need to get in and make sure that we fix things now because we're seeing the future. We don't like the future of the demographics. We don't like the future of the party. We have to take it now and do something. Um, yeah. And so let's, let's see what they can do. They seem to be much more interested in not actually doing any sort of policy planning or anything. It's a lot easier to stand at the side. Yeah. And shout, Everybody else is wrong without any solid yeah. things besides uh, lies about election frauds. Right. This, this yeah. I think is so fucking smart. Um, it's by uh, Francis M. Wilhoit, W I L H O I T. Uh, and I think this, Describes the current Republican Party. Uh, to wit, conservatism. Cons- oh, sorry, conservatism consists of exactly one proposition. To wit, there must be in groups who the law protects yep. but does not bind, alongside out groups who the law binds but does not protect. Yeah, I saw that right. great quote. Wow. I saw that. Wow, yeah. wow. That's it. That's what we're talking about. When when Liz Cheney went against that proposition and that's why she lost. Yep. Yeah. And right. that is the animating force of the current cons- conservative, the current Republican authoritarian movement in the yeah. country, yeah. which is yeah. some people are accountable to the law and not protected by it. Some people are protected by the law, but not accountable to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And, and, and that, I mean, goes obviously against, uh, democracy. In fact, we, when I was, when I was in democracy Italy, in that situation, it, yeah. Yeah. When I was in Italy, we met this guy, hung out with this guy, um, who like grew up all over the world and then worked for the UN, like his whole career. And, um, we're asking him and he's, you know, a little older now. And we were like, you know, as we like to do when we talk to people in foreign countries in the last couple of years, I'm like, so what what did you think? Like, what do you think about what's going on in the U.S.? What do you think of January 6th, all these things? And he was so confident. He was like, the U.S. Constitution is going to hold. 
the U.S. Constitution. On the one hand, I'm like, all right, like, you know, I tell you, you've seen some things, you're older, you worked with the U.N., okay. And I was like, well, what about January 6th? And he's like, that is the proof that the Constitution is going to hold. And I was like, okay. But it was so close. It was so and close. And it's gotten worse. And it's gotten worse. And I, and I think that it's sometimes difficult for people who do not live this day-to-day to understand, like, what is really happening on the ground, like, the level of animosity and polarization that has happened. Um, I would love to agree, but I think that that is what is going on, right? I mean, what, and going back to the the point of um, the conversation about um, the search um, and uh, Trump withholding documents is like the, the constant, we're, we're going forward in this sort of investigation, despite the possible um, political consequences of that, right? And it's like, this is the test in some ways of if the Constitution will hold. Because if we're following the Constitution, he should be held accountable for the criminal things that he did. That is how, because nobody is above the law, and that is how it should work, right? But we are going to see if the citizens and and the structure and all of the, all of the bureaucracy and everything is going to be able to make it through and stay and, and, yeah. right, and to stay at the without people acting the, in a certain way, it's just a document with a piece of. It's just a bunch of words on a piece of paper. You can interpret them however you want to. We right. see that happen in the courts all the time. But the right. test is always ongoing yeah. because exactly what <clears throat> Kelly just said. These are not self-enacting mechanisms the of like the constitution going to stand up and slap Trump across the face and say you read no. me wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> People yeah, yeah. make decisions based on these things and yeah. that's how power is executed, not some like amorphous fucking document out there. And that's so right. and and you know, yeah, like is American is the quote unquote constitution going to hold? We don't know, but that's also true for the next generation, yeah. right? Every, like yeah. Ronald Reagan has to test their democracy. That's right. Ronald Reagan said, um, uh, autocracy is only a generation away. I believe, or the destruction of democracy is only yeah. one generation away ever. Ronald Reagan said that. Wow. I am quoting fucking Ronald Reagan <laughs> on a Mary podcast. And <laughs> In praise. We got there. Wow. 175. Looking for in. lightning. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure that I've praised Ronald Reagan before. Uh, uh, and, I'll say, and and the same thing. Like, pretty much disagree with Liz Cheney on pretty much everything. But like, you know, at least she is attempting to follow the, and holding to the ideals of the Constitution. I, I saw a tweet for with this. I forget who said it, um, but it was. I disagree with Liz Cheney about everything except the most important thing. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah. I I think that that it, it is. The most important thing is that we are able to govern ourselves because yeah. if we're able to do that, then people like us can come together with Liz Cheney and we can come to a compromise and everybody can be mad. Yeah. But yeah. that's how it's supposed to work. And otherwise, you're going to have some form of autocracy, which over the long term always fails. Yeah. And so we have to be able to uh, have normal, quote unquote, disagreements about... Um, policy. Now, some of that, let's note with Liz Cheney, some of that is she does not believe waterboarding is torture. Uh, The nation of Iraq has entered the chat also, by the way. So let's note that too. Uh, But in the very, in this context, she got the most important thing right. And for that, I really respect her. And I will say I donated to her a while ago. I think when January 6th 
committee started. But I I donated to her because I want to see that wing of the Republican Party succeed. I think that's important as an American citizen. Yeah, and there's plenty. There's plenty of voices. They just they get drowned out, especially during primary season, by the much more extreme wing of the party. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of primaries, though, Liz Cheney debating Donald Trump and Governor DeSantis is going to be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to bring this conversation live because we actually actually haven't had the conversation I asked you in our Slack. So, like, you're pretty convinced that she's going to run. I'm almost certain she's going to run. Okay. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I'm not as sold, but, you know, she did launch her anti Trump organization, which is going to spend a lot of money running anti Trump campaigning stuff so it may just be support of other candidates but i could see her throwing in her hat her hat in the ring at least i think she said something like my singular goal over uh the rest of my political career is to make sure that donald trump is never president again yeah i think the best way for her to do that is to kamikaze her way through the primaries in 2024 yeah yeah, she's she is not gonna win to be clear but she might be able to knock trump out i mean imagine her sorry i'm just having what if she ran as a third party and split the fucking republican vote right i mean that's entirely she's she would have small donor or small uh money donors a lot of democrats would donate to her strategically uh she would she has a uh a donor base that she can also pull from she raised like 15 million dollars or something uh for this um which is a lot in in a wyoming in congressional race. Yeah, right. So, uh, you know, the presidential uh, ticket or running for president gives you the biggest megaphone with which yeah. to pummel Trump. So that's why I'm almost certain she will do it. And I, I would be less certain if she didn't have the fundamentals to do it, if she didn't have a donor base, if she didn't have name recognition, if she didn't have ex- experience in government and running for office and that kind of thing. But she's she's got everything you need in order to put together some kind of uh, uh, campaign. Yeah. The, the big question for me is, what is the Republican party going to do to prevent her from getting on a debate stage. And it's going to be everything they possibly can. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. that's a very, that's a very good point, John. Um, and, and I think what you laid out is very likely for sure. I'm not hundred percent convinced. I think it's very likely. Um, if there's somebody else that comes out, I don't know if anybody else on the right has the pedigree she has to run against Trump. In the primaries, only um, I think the only person who could do it is Adam Kinzinger right now. Yeah, well, um, if he did it, she might throw but, throw weight behind him instead. But I, I think Liz, I think it would be the other way. Yeah, well, that's um, fair. I think, I think that's and totally I think fair. he would get yeah. out of the way too. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's a near certainty she will run at you know ninety seven percent. Be a hell of a stage. You'll get Ted um, Cruz up there too because he'll announce that. and he'll stand love up that. there and make some comments during love it. That. And, I do you know how much money I would pay for pay per view to watch that? Like, free, <laughs> but like, I would pay a lot of money. I, it, to watch. It's, it's a very good point, wild. John, that you make about them the RNC likely blocking or trying to block her from even being on the same stage as Trump. It seems at this yeah. point, and we're still two years away from the presidential election, that the RNC is going to refuse to do anything on stage with the Democratic 
candidate. They're going to yeah, go they're against not even, the they're not even wow. stage against the Democratic committee. They're going to be like, we're yeah, just going to make stump speeches that. with no conversation yeah. back and forth. That's how they're right. played it. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you have no policy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I do well, that, with that, and I, you know, the, like if if she is if she is um, um, honestly saying that that her whole thing is to political careers, make sure Donald Trump is not elected president again. And they're not even a letter in their building to talk. I mean, what other choice do you have but to run as a third party candidate? Right. You know, she might yep. do it. It's entirely, I could super see her. Oh, I'm trying so good to for that plot line. Oh, oh, I love that plot line. It's going to be great. However, <laughs> however, if she's successful, that puts her probably the best positioned uh, political figure in the country in, let's say, two presidential election cycles yeah. to be president. Yeah, yeah, this we is don't an like all or nothing ultimately. for her. She's trying to destroy the Republican Party so that she can rebuild it as the leader herself. Yep. Yeah, and if yeah. that happens, she's going to go up against the Democrats who are fucking exhausted after the Trump battle and a country that is probably really tired of Democrats just because cycles. And so, like, I think there's a very, very non zero possibility that she is president in 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're not in the business yeah. of making projections, but John just made a projection, so write it down. <laughs> I said I would not be surprised. Yeah. Let me let me caveat the shit out of this. So, but but we'll only clip the other shit if I'm right. But if I'm wrong, include this, please. Since we're talking about election stuff again, it's kind of bouncing back to what I was going to say earlier, which is I think the turnout on this next election cycle is going to be indicative of whether or not America continues on as a country. Do you mean the midterms or the, or the presidential? Both. both. Uh, turnout for both, because at this point, I feel like fatigue's super set in after COVID and, and then Trump before that. And I'm getting a sense from at least the people that I've been hanging out with recently, you know, people down in the city the average Joe's and uh, I just feel like there's a lot of people who don't even care right now. Oh yeah. You know, they're just, their blinders are up hard. Yeah. Unfortunately people don't care when things aren't fucked like every day aren't fucked, you know? And yeah. I mean, um, you know, yeah, I don't have good, I'm pretty sure the, that we're going to see the Republicans retake the um, house, if not the Senate. And, but I will say that at least Democrats have gotten some shit done in the last, like, what, couple of weeks, month. Um, yeah. At the very least, they passed some important yeah. legislation. Um, I don't know if we have time, I don't think we have time to get into all of that. But, That's true. But they, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, you weren't here when we talked IRA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inflation Reduction yeah. Act. So, but I have a huge win. Uh, climate, the, I think if the youths show up, yeah. we win. If they don't, we lose. Uh, and climate was a big, de- big part. Lack of action on climate, I think, was a big part of apathy among the youths. Yeah. And I'm hoping that um, this win uh, picks up some some momentum um, here. Also, by the way, 538 um, has the Democrats at a 63% chance to hold the Senate and a 22% chance to hold the House right. as of... <laughs> Seems a little high in the Senate, but definitely seems about right for the House. It the 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 Senate switched pretty dramatically after Dobbs. Yeah, good point. Um. So yeah, actually. Uh. So yeah, this is wild. I wish it wasn't a uh, uh, an audio medium. Yeah. There's. I mean, there's some. There's definitely some states that 
you know, could go either way. For context, um, June 3rd, 538 had a 58% or sorry, I'll do it in Democratic terms. Uh, June 3rd, it was a 42% chance that the Democrats would hold the Senate. Um, July 23rd, it was 50-50. And now uh, it's 63% the Democrats would uh, would take it. So um, Dobbs, I mean, really... You know what was great? Let's credit men for once. Uh, the biggest swinging demographic from red to blue were uh, dads. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh? It was like a twenty-two percent swing or something wow, like that. That's huge. So, yeah, good job, dads. We good love you. Seeing, you're seeing the future <laughs> layout for your kids here, and which you know, yeah. Well, exactly. we still have a couple months left here, uh, but God, the midterms are going to be interesting. Get ready. It's going to be sick. Get bad. ramped up. If, if you haven't started to see yep. them yet, all the oh, I know. All the ads. Oh campaign ads are starting up strong. I've been I've been watching it here in Colorado between uh, John O'Day and Michael Bennett. Uh, Michael Bennett's got a great one. He caught a fish in one oh. of his ads. That's fun. Yeah, but he yeah. only had a, a, a one-day fishing license, and it became oh a big deal. <laughs> I didn't see oh that. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I'm like, who? I'm like, John O'Day yeah. was pointing at a bunch of construction documents because he, like, works construction. Oh, so that's, that's cool. cool. You know? I'm like, who gets, yeah, who gets like, influenced by these anymore? I mean, I guess lots of people. That's why they do them. But I'm like, I just look at the progressive voter guide. I, you, know? <laughs> you know, like, I'm just like, oh, like, what is the most progressive yeah, thing? I, great. Well, great. I don't, great. I don't even watch yeah, television. Right, right. Yeah, in, right, right. In, in, in yeah, like that yeah. sense, it's a question yeah, that doesn't really apply accurate. to us as much because we're more have our fingers on the pulse. Yeah, yeah. it'll sway people. Yeah. That it'll sway yeah. the sixty-five-year-old retiree totally. exactly. that is sitting at home exactly. and watching daytime and TV. We'll vote. Right? And doesn't. we'll fucking vote. Yeah, because yeah, those people fucking mm-hmm. vote. <laughs> and yeah. we'll fucking vote. Can I give you guys my periodic apocalypse reminder about Republicans staying right. back? The sure. House? Lay it on me. Someone for sure is going to nominate Donald oh Trump. Oh my God, that's Trump. right. Remember we talked yeah, about this. Oh guaranteed. God, that's yep. right. Uh, guaranteed. They're, Matt they're Gatz already said he's going to immediately right. launch yeah. a bunch of counter uh, investigations. Counter January 6th investigation. It's going to be a clown show. It's going to be apocalyptic. It's going to be a fuck it. It is going to be apocalyptic. It's going to be Reason number 237 that I'm not looking forward to yeah, the next no. two years. Oh, Jesus. Shit could it's, get really wild. Be, I will say, though, it's probably better for the uh, the presidential board setting that uh, they yeah. take back the House because we will be able to exhibit right. the clown show for the yeah. American people they for the next two years. They did nothing for two years besides try to launch and politi- unpolitically motivated yeah. counter-investigations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they, you know, the Democrats, when we had the House and Senate, we passed the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, Wasn't that climate stuff really great? If you elect Republicans, they're going to investigate their opponents and not help you at all uh, with the issues that you care about. So, and I, as we go into this, uh, I saw something that I think is important. Um, Going back to Fetterman, he's running against Dr. Oz, not as like the apocalypse, but he's like, this guy's just an (laughs) asshole. And I think that that is a better way to run against these Republicans <laughs> yeah. because like, they're Dr. all assholes. He didn't even live in the state until six months ago. He just yeah. moved here into his in-laws house and he's going to help Pennsylvanians. Like, give me a fucking break. Wow. <laughs> he's been great about yeah. it. And like, it's not wrong to say that it would be apocalyptic to elect all these people and like goodbye rule of law and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of people who either don't 
get it or don't understand the impact or whatever. But when you're like, hey, this guy's just a prick. Like, do you really want to vote for this fucking asshole? You really don't. And I think that that is a better strategy running against these people than, uh, you know, they're going to just policy. I mean, it's a fair point. It seems like the Republicans aren't interested in having real policy conversations anyway. So why why, why go to that level? Why are we doing I don't even know if it's worth it. The game of chess ended a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, this is a lot of checkers. So, uh, y'all make sure that you are not playing checkers. You're playing chess or even better play go. That shit blows my mind. Uh, plus like we're going to have to take on the Chinese at some point. So we should probably be pretty, you know, good at that shit. Also just a, a, a note. I'm glad that Nancy Pelosi landed in Taiwan. Oh, right. We didn't get a chance to talk about that at all. Uh, I know everybody was mad about that. There are some consequences to that, but you know what? God damn it. We need de- defenders of democracy and freedom. And I like that. I like that we have Zelensky. Um, th- these are important things that we need going into the future because the future, we're going to have a world fight based on autocracy versus democracy, which is what we fought about. This is a domestic fight. It's an international fight. And we need as many folks as we can to uh, you know, help us with that. So make sure you're registered yeah. to vote. Uh, make sure that you're talking to your friends and relatives about registering to vote and whether they plan on voting because unlike other elections, this is actually going to be the most important election of your lifetime until 2024. Godspeed, y'all. It's the most important election until the next one. 